whatever their interests. There's a glorious mishmash combination of canals and barges, elephants and coal mines, kings and princesses, let alone the circus, the treasure island, and the desperate swim across the ocean. When I read this story to my youngest daughter, we had several late nights because she couldn't bear me to stop, and, if I'm truthful, I didn't want to. It's the most wonderful story to read out loud and bears any amount of repetition. The final attraction of this book for me has always been the relationship between the little wooden horse and Uncle Pedro. It's a story about loving and being loved. The little horse has no ambition to travel and have adventures, but he will do anything to save his beloved master. And throughout his ups and downs, his one determination is that he will return home with enough of a fortune so that Uncle Pedro never has to work again. Everyone longs both to give and receive such love, and this must be one of the main reasons why the story has such a never-ending appeal, and why I hesitate every time I pass a toy shop window. I'm still looking for my very own little wooden horse. Vivian French, Bristol, 2001 Chapter One The Little Wooden Horse One day Uncle Peter made a little wooden horse. This was not at all an extraordinary thing, for Uncle Peter made toys every day of his life, but oh, this was such a brave little horse, so gay and splendid on his four green wheels, so proud and dashing with his red saddle and blue stripes. Uncle Peter had never made so fine a little horse before. I shall ask five shillings for this little wooden horse, he cried. What was his surprise when he saw large tears trickling down the newly painted face of the little wooden horse? Don't do that, said Uncle Peter. Your paint will run. And what is there to cry about? Do you want more spots on your sides? You wish for bigger wheels. You creak. Are you stiff? Aren't your stripes broad enough? Upon my word, I can see nothing to cry about. I shall certainly sell you for five shillings. But the tears still ran down the newly painted cheeks of the little wooden horse. Till at last Uncle Pedro lost patience. He picked him up and threw him on the pile of wooden toys he meant to sell in the morning. The little wooden horse said nothing at all, but went on crying. When night came and the toys slept in the sack under Uncle Pedro's chair, the tears were still running down the cheeks of the little wooden horse. In the morning, Uncle Peter picked up the sack and set out to sell his toys. At every village he came to, the children ran out to meet him, crying, Here's Uncle Peter! Here's Uncle Peter! Come to sell his wooden toys! Then, out of the cottages, came the mothers and the fathers, the grandpas and the grandmas, the uncles and the aunts, the elder cousins and the godparents, to see what Uncle Peter had to sell. The children who had birthdays were very fortunate. They had the best toys given to them, and could choose what they would like to have. The children who had been good in school were lucky too. Their godparents bought them wooden pencil boxes and rulers and paper cutters, like grown-up people. The little ones had puppets, dolls, marionettes and tops. Uncle Peter had made them all, painting the dolls in red and yellow, 
the tops in blue, scarlet and green. When the children had finished choosing, their mothers, fathers, grandpas, grandmas, uncles, aunts, elder cousins and godparents sent them home, saying, Now let's hear no more of you for another year. Then they stayed behind to gossip with old Peter, who brought them news from other villages he had passed by on his way. Nobody bought the little wooden horse, for nobody had five shillings to spend. The fathers and the mothers, the grandpas and the grandmas, the uncles and the aunts, the elder cousins and the godparents all shook their heads, saying, Five shillings? Well, that's too much. Won't you take any less, Uncle Peter? But Uncle Peter would not take a penny less. You see, I've never made such a fine little horse before, he said. All the while, the tears ran down the nose of the little wooden horse, who looked very sad indeed, so that when...